105.7 KOZZ Reno's Classic Rock. I'm talking to I'm talking to the man, the man who can, has, and will again. It's half of the one-two punch. It's Gunnar Nelson. How are you, Gunnar? <laughs> hey, Max, how's it going? And hey to the listeners out there. Yeah, now let's remind everybody that you and Gun, you you Gunner and Matthew grew up on a big ranch up in Susanville as you were wee little ones. That's right. Now going to Reno was going to town with a capital <laughs> T. You know that that was where you went when you were a good boy and stuff. Yeah, it's a working cattle ranch during the year and a summer camp yeah. uh, during the summer. It's called Mount Meadow Ranch, and it's right outside of Susanville and. Man, I just think that the whole area up there is the most beautiful area in the entire oh, world. Completely. I really do. Completely. Yeah. So now you and uh, Matt Nelson have been busy. Yesterday was a sad day. You know, your dad would have been 82, but he was taken from us far too soon. And, you know, aircraft and musicians, uh, not a good combination. You know, we, we were talking off air, you know, beforehand, Max, and, you know, it's one of those things that we've always had to deal with uh, going back 100 years. you got to get to the fans. you got to bring yeah. the music to the people. Yeah. So, you know, even before the airplane thing, there were plenty of our luminaries from a long, long time ago that, that uh, tragically passed in bus accidents, car accidents, uh, train accidents, whatever way to get the music to the people. But, you know, it's a risk that... We, we're all really well aware of. We don't like thinking about it. It's just yeah. one of those things that we just kind of deal with. And you have to have a fatalistic attitude to do what it is we do. When it's your time, it's your time. But, yeah. you know, at least you're going you're gonna to pass with your boots on doing what you love to do. Right, right. Now, you, you and Matthew have been busy during the COVID, during the lockdown. You got together and you started making some new music. Tell us about that. Well, we did. I mean, I was kind of uh, I was thrilled to hear about your record that you made, and you you called them quarantunes, which yeah, I, yeah, I love. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it, Max, this is the hardest thing. You know, Matthew and I, truly, in our entire family, going back to three generations, we always felt like it was our job to be that band on the Titanic on deck playing <laughs> while the ship went down to make everybody feel better. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what God put us on this planet to do. So the hardest thing for us was not getting to be able to go out there and minister to folks. It's crazy. This is the first time in history. Look, I, I knew that, that, that Matthew and I, all, all of us, we're, we're all uh, you know, non-essential, but uh, I never was declared dangerous before right. this whole thing. Right. And, and it was really hard for us to deal with because we knew there were a lot of people hurting out there, and music is a really gr great way of soothing the soul and giving people peace and hope. We yes. weren't able to do that, so we channeled our energies instead into a brand-new project it's best described as kind of a continuation of our father's Stone Canyon band. He was a cool. pioneer of the whole country rock thing. Cool. And sonically speaking, it's kind of like Walsh-era Eagles yeah. meets Skinnerd, fronted by the Everlies. Good. Does that make any sense? Good, yeah. <laughs> man, love hurts meets simple man meets, you know, it's all there. You know, it's, it's really cool stuff. Very vocal heavy, but very guitar driven. Well, some of my favorite memories as a little boy, and of course, you know, I lost both my mom and my stepmom. And so yesterday I was sulking, but I put on some Elvis because we used to dance to uh, Be My Little Teddy Bear. And then I put on Ricky Nelson and, of course, Dream Lover. Uh, you know, and so, I, so I'm listening to Ricky Nelson and Elvis because I'm missing my moms yesterday. And you were missing your dad because it was it would have been his 82nd birthday. A, a new project from the brothers Nelson. The twins are at it. Yeah, well, you know, look, it's it's not what we do, man. I mean, to be in the business that we're in, you know, being a musician and a radio guy and to all the aspiring musicians and music fans out there, it's a way of life, man. Yeah. There's a far, there are so many ways you can make a living far easier. 
yeah. than doing this. And our dad was actually kind of posed with that kind of crossroads in his life. He had just made Rio Bravo with John Wayne. And he was a fine film actor. Yeah. And rather than going down that uh, arguably easier path, he decided consciously to be a musician. You know, so yeah. you know, he up to the day he died was doing 300 gigs a year yeah. and, and traveling the world and doing it. So he literally lived and died for rock and roll. And yeah. You know, he loved music so much. And he, he clearly, he loved his family. Matthew and I never doubted that. But there was one thing that he loved even more than that, just a little bit more, was his fans. And he had yeah. to bring the music to him. And, yeah. you know, look, I, it's important to note that, yes, it would have been our father's birthday the other day, May 8th. Uh, he would have been 82. He would have been annoyingly young looking. He probably would have looked <laughs> like he was 40. And, uh, and you know, I, I do miss him every single day. But, you know, I take peace in knowing this. There's a Scandinavian proverb that says every man dies two deaths. The first one is when his physical body leaves the planet. The second and final is when the last person that knows and loves them passes away, too. And in a very real wow. sense, my pop, you know, we've got the unfair advantage with this amazing body of musical work. Yeah. I still feel in a very real sense that he is very much yeah. still around. Oh, completely. I quoted your dad the other day. We were talking about, and, and the thing is, we all have these hopes and dreams, and if you get it right one in three times, you're like the the world's greatest slugger. I mean, Ty Cobb, lifetime batting average, 338. Good point. You Good know, point, yeah. which means, what does that mean? The world's greatest slugger only got it right one in three times. And I said, you know, you can't please everyone. You got to please yourself. You That's know? such a great, it's a, such a great thing, and it's really yeah. true. Yeah. And- I love, I love when our dad actually wrote that. It was at a time when not only the music industry, but the world at large com- just considered him completely irrelevant and over. He was part of the first guard that actually came along with rock and roll, and the singer-songwriter era was here, and, and everybody was expected to write their own music. And you know, up until Dylan suggested that he try it, our dad had never done it. It turned out he had really you know, fine natural talent to, to yeah. be a writer. And, and that's the era that Matt and I grew up in. Around the house, our dad was rehearsing a Stone Canyon band. He always had his Martin acoustic in his lap writing a song, or he was on yeah. piano typing away. And, uh, and that is the era that Matt and I grew up with. So you know, later on down the road, we actually had to go back to the drawing board, and we had to like learn all that early music, all that early yeah, stuff, Yeah, right, right. We're talking to Gunnar Nelson, the man who can, has, and will again. We're talking about his dad, Ricky Nelson, and, of course, his, his grandparents, Ozzy and Herod. He's third-generation rock and roll royalty here in America. And the new project, do we have a name for it? What, uh, wh- it's called Firstborn Sons. Firstborn Sons, and how soon is it available? Well, we're actually going to be doing singles releases. We, we've decided cool. that now it's really kind of gone back to the whole singles world. It so is. Our aim is to, at the end of summer, start releasing a video and single every single month for uh, every single month. That's what we're going to be doing. That's going to be our new I era. like that. I like that. It is the singles era. Maybe that's what I should do with my next project is just single here, single there. You know, you hit enough singles, you, you're going to cross home plate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are. That's really the truth. I mean, you never know what... The one thing that, I, that always bothered me when I started out recording myself, you know, on that first record on After the Rain, starting just refresh out of the shoots, we always swung for the fences with every song that we did. And there were a lot of our contemporaries that really didn't because they knew that if you were lucky back then, you were going to get one, maybe two singles that the record company was going to push for you. And and the rest, you know, they were all deep album cuts and all that stuff. But uh, admittedly, a lot of my contemporaries did not spend a lot of time on the remaining eight songs on a record. No. They kind of focused on two and they... They, yeah. they kind of phoned it in on the other ones. Right. And, and Matt and I were always worked really hard on every single song. So 
we always thought it was a bummer that, okay, you come out with, let's say, the After the Rain record. We were lucky. We had four singles on that one. But the other the other six, we really put a lot of time into, and we yeah. just felt that the, the world at large, not the power fans, weren't ever going to hear it. With a singles world now, you know what? You can focus one at a time on something, and who knows? Maybe maybe this month one of your pieces of work is going to connect with people, and maybe next one, month it's going to be that one. And right. at the very least, all of your little musical children are going to get their day in the sun. Because they are your babies, and it's like, and it's funny because the one you're the most proud of, and it's the one that, that you're most proud of, <laughs> is the one that the fans are going to go, yeah, that's cool. But the one you think <laughs> is kind of dumb, the one you think is kind of dumb and probably aren't going to use, that's the one everybody goes crazy for. Yeah, and you know, it just it is what it is. But you know, uh, it, it's like having children in the sense that, uh, yeah, theoretically you're supposed to love them all the same. But but every now and again, you love some more equally than others. Hey, we're talking to Gunnar Nelson, and all things Nelson and new stuff on the way. Now, it wouldn't be uh, an interview with Gunnar Nelson if you didn't say hi to my friend Veronica because she's huge fan number one. So could we do that? Could we say hi to Veronica? Veronica, hello, Veronica. <laughs> and now are you in Veronica's good graces, Max? I hope you are. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, you got to stay You got to stay that way. Gunnar, all the best. Give Matt uh, some big love. And uh, can't wait to see you guys soon, man. Hey, hey, we'll be up there. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to get up there for the car show this year. Yeah. I, I, just, I miss the whole area. I miss my friends in Reno and in Tahoe and in Susanville. But uh, if you see some funky-looking guy walking around who still has long hair and looks kind of like Matthew Nelson, that's going to be me. <laughs> All the love, my brother. Thank you Take so much. That, Mac. Take care. All right, you too. God bless. Take care.